0: Located on the edges of your radio static, you've stumbled upon the lost signal. Tonight, we return to the airwaves with Tilson Mullally's short science fiction story, The Crash. Tonight's episode of The Lost Signal is brought to you by FNX Fitness. From super greens to creatine, they have everything you need to achieve your fitness dreams. Use code LOSTSIGNAL, all caps one word, for 15% off your purchase price.
1: I awoke in a dazed state, slumped in the cockpit. The interior of the ship was a smoky mess, bright lights from the instrument panels blinking through the haze. The impact had been so sudden, I wasn't sure what had happened. I figured something had malfunctioned upon atmospheric entry. Computer, status report. System damage extensive. Ship is currently inoperable. Vent out smoke. Venting. This is scout ship Alpha, come in. This is scout ship Alpha to mothership, come in. (laughs) Damn it. Computer, analysis of current atmosphere. Atmosphere consists primarily of oxygen and carbon dioxide. So it's breathable? Yes. Interesting. Are the cameras operating? All outside visuals are offline. Okay. Is there power to the blast shields? Yes. Roll them back. The shields rolled back and revealed an arid desert landscape. It was night, and stars blinked above in a clear midnight sky. The planet's moon was full, casting a milky glow over everything, throwing shadows across the sandy expanse. It was quiet. I unstrapped myself from the cockpit and maneuvered to the airlock. It opened to a cool, breezy environment. I saw that the ship had carved a long, deep groove into the desert floor as it had skidded to a stop, ending in a small crater. The outer shell was dented and scraped, some panels completely missing, their gaping spaces exhaling smoke that was even blacker than the night as it drifted up into the sky. Record Log 145 In the course of investigation into a slew of recently discovered solar systems within our quadrant, my scout ship has appeared to a malfunction, causing me to crash onto what appears to be a deserted planetary body. The atmosphere is similar in composition to ours, that is to say breathable. Temperatures, at least for the moment, are comfortable. I find myself in a desert, though it does appear to be a place of varied environments from upper atmospheric observations. I have not yet come across native species, but that is not to say they do not exist. As if on cue, several pairs of light beams came over the rim of the crater the ship had made, accompanied by a low grumble of engines. The bodies of the vehicles were hard to make out, but they were stout and large. They crawled across the ground in a way that hadn't been used in over a century. As I observed them, a dozen figures appeared on the lip of the crater, looking down at the remains of my ship. I stood in the shadows out of sight as they began to scale the gradual slope down to the wreckage, popping on flashlights as they did so. Their lights scanned the area, passing over the body of the ship so it gleamed. As they came closer, I saw the lights were attached to some kind of weapon. They carefully picked their way over to the ship, murmuring in a strange language. Several times their lights nearly revealed me, to the point that I pushed myself tighter against the crater wall. It would only be a matter of time. I curled my fingers around the small stun gun on my belt, crouched and waiting. As I watched, the figure suddenly stiffened as another appeared on the rim. Behind it, larger lights flashed on, revealing their forms. They were small, each in similar uniforms. Their mouths were large, their eyes numbering one too short compared to myself. As the one that had gained their attention came down the rim, they addressed him with a salute. He was dressed differently, and it appeared he was the leader of the group. As they convened and spoke, pointing at the ship, I leaned forward, straining to see more, but my foot slipped and dislodged a rock. They came closer. There were too many to stun. So I came out of the shadows, hands raised. I was sure they would be unable to understand me, but as I revealed myself, I attempted communication. My name is Lieutenant Felix Giles, I have no hostile intentions. I awoke in a small cell, a dim place. It smelled as though it were underground. My entire body hurt. Despite the protective protocols of my uniform that had saved my life, their projectiles had left me feeling as though I'd been slugged in the gut by a sledgehammer. As I struggled to sit up, I saw that outside the bars two guards stood. I coughed and tried to speak, but no words would come. They turned at the cough and appeared startled. Both aimed weapons at me, as one grabbed what I guessed was a communication device from the wall, spoke some words into it, and hung up. A moment later a door opened, and the one I'd seen at the crash site, the important-looking one, entered, carrying a black box. He motioned for the others to leave, and after they had, proceeded to open the box. Inside were two more communications devices, similar to the one on the wall, but larger. He slid one through the bars toward me, and set up the other in front of him. He put the microphone to his ear, and motioned for me to do the same. Can you understand me? Yes, I can. The technology we are speaking through is a translator of sorts. It may not be entirely accurate, but it's the best we have. I am General Porter. What do you call yourself? My name is Lieutenant Felix Giles. What is your purpose here? Research. Do not lie. I'm not lying. How many more of you are there? I was alone on the ship. Are there other ships? Not here. My ship malfunctioned in your atmosphere. From where do you hail? Several solar systems from here. We are aware of the neighboring systems. You cannot be from there. Do not lie. I'm not lying. My home is a single sun system similar to yours. My world is also similar to yours. No such place exists. The galaxy is filled with quiet, difficult-to-see pockets. Your people will realize this. What have you done with my ship? It is housed in a safe place. We will take it apart and research it. I need it to return home. You will not be returning home. We will take you apart and research you as well. I believe your translation was inaccurate. There was no inaccuracy. You can't keep me here like this. I'm no animal. You are not human. Therefore to me, you're an animal. Human? That's what you call yourself. What is this place? Where am I? You are on Earth. The year is 1945. 1945? Yes. Roswell, New Mexico. You will be studied. Your knowledge will be extracted. Nobody will ever know you were here. For the good of humanity. Goodbye. Wait! You can't do this! WAIT! Savages! Barbarians! Savages! I've crashed in the Dark Ages! I've crashed! On Earth.
0: Returning now to the edges of your radio static, this has been The Lost Signal. Follow us on Twitter at The Lost Signal 1 and Instagram at The Lost Signal Podcast. Also follow and rate us on iTunes. Thank you and good night.